part of blindsidepods.com. Oh, okay, wow. If you're excited, feel these nipples. Oh, yeah, look who I found. Special guest here. Is this supposed to be? Isn't it? You, you are not Bill Parcells. I still a good girl. Good girl. Get over here, you little piece of shit. So I had that lined up because I was gonna. I tried. Wait, to is the dog not gonna die? Is the dog? Oh, I was gonna say it's only natural that the dog has to die a terrible a death at some at point. The end of this. But I was gonna call in with this to. Uh, the bar stool I couldn't get through. Why didn't you? Because Zaw's on to me. Wait, does are you playing drops for Zaw? I'm a bit confused. What are you actually doing to get through? The last time I, I had come up with a couple of scenarios, but the last time I called in, I called into the CCK, had a Friday off, and I'm like, listen, I'm DEC, I'm the president of the Mena fans. Get me on with, get me on with Clancy now. He goes, who, who are you? Who 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 this? It's DC. I'm the president of the Mena fans. I want to talk to Clancy now. And what did what did Zah he just put me say to that? He just put me on hold. But then he also talked about the fact that he's he's a little irritated at the Mena fans. So maybe things like that got him irritated. But I called for a whole bunch of different things I was going to get on, but I was going to play that. I was going to just have the the dog barking for Portnoy. That would have been great. And I think that I think that Dave would have appreciated. I don't think that Dave takes this whole Stella situation too seriously no. in the least bit. No. Like, I don't think that he thinks that he's the only person in the world that has ever lost a dog prematurely. Or not even prematurely. Wasn't the dog, dog was like, like 15? Years old. I'm sorry. The dog lived a full life. I'm sure that she's happy now in dog hell. I am I'm she sure should be. that he should have put that dog to sleep for, at 12. And it was like about five years of misery and suffering that he put that dog through because he was selfish. That's you know, my thought. That's really the reality. And and but here I think the problem is is that your your hero Jerry Callahan would have a problem with that because he will do anything to keep Toby alive forever as we know. How um, is that possible? Yeah and, and Callahan who uh you know is a big the biggest DEC guy. I mean we we know that uh that Murchison is a Cullinane guy. Well, I mean we know that Callahan is a DEC guy. There's maggot. When is he come are we do we have him booked by the way? Can we confirm that because that fuck No, he doesn't. Uh, KFC still won't respond to me. I'm like, all done with that. It's it's time to stop begging KFC to come on. Enough's yeah, I, enough. I, I don't want to give him the courtesy of, well, you have to jump through this hurdle and this hurdle. It's just not that important to have him on. If he's going to be just, a dick. Do you see the whole irony of the situation is that you're not going to beg to have KFC on when your number one advice to Kirk had how to fix his podcast was, well, you should have KFC on and have weekly guests on. Like, so, so we're not going to take your own advice for how to have a successful. So let's look at all the stuff I said, have KFC on on a regular basis. That's happened. Put Karabas in there every once in a while. That's happened. Get yourself on barstool radio. That's happened, and it looks like that's going to happen on a regular basis. So we can shit all over my ideas all he wants, but it looks like all of those things that I talked about are likely to happen and have improved the program. You're welcome. Well, listen, Thank my my recommendations um, for the program, I think, are going right in the uh, in in the the, uh, the trash folder here. Uh, I don't think Steve. Uh, well, I don't, I'm sorry, Kirk. I don't think Kirk was a fan of my recommendations. What were your he recommendations? Said, Remind me. 
on Twitter, I said, uh, what did I say? That I think that the best way to do it is to cross-pollinate the, I, do, I sound like fucking Cullinane, cross-pollinate the RSS feeds where you have a dedicated Kirk and Callahan RSS feed that also posts the same way that Bill uh, that uh, Bill Simmons does it with the Channel 30, the, the Channel 33, is that what he does? But you post the crossover weekly episode to the Kirk Minahan show RSS feed and to the Kirk and Callahan RSS feed. And that's like a crossover. So you get Mm -hmm. to, you, you, you have the same show posted on two RSS feeds. You can use that when you send, when you're doing your sales, when, when, when you got fucking Kelleher doing sales calls (laughs) with, with, uh, you know, Dr. Uh, you know, Dr. Rent a rug on for for your hair plugs. Um, you can use those numbers, add them back in the same way that EEI used to add in Providence um, to make up for the you know the, the Providence signal in Boston. The same thing that they used to do there. They could do that when it came to having multiple RSS feeds because it's a crossover show. That works. What do was something like that. that? Because then the second part, and this is all anyone paid attention to, is I said ultimately though the show should be, and I and and I get I get Kirk's argument. Let's pause for a minute. All I said was, ultimately the show should be Kirk, Jerry, Mike hosting, with Steve and Dave producing. In my mind, and here's the thing. Well, is I've, that because I commented on that. I've talked to Blind Mike about this. See, whether or not he wants to admit it on the show, he thinks that too. Like, like there, 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 you got a sh- <laughs> You've got a sh- Shut the fuck. Jeez, oh my God. Though I will say that uh, <laughs> I think didn't we start the ball rolling on shitting on Blind Mike's life? I'm done. Like yes. Blind Mike can laugh all the all he wants. <laughs> oh, that's a low blow. I really do. I like do I deserve that at this point? You're happy that I'm get. You should be happy that I'm giving you any any of any of my time on this podcast. I'm very happy. Yes, I'm, I'm carving you into my very busy schedule. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's it's low hanging, Mike. At this point, I mean, like, what are you, you going to like? It's blind jokes and laugh jokes. Like, that's really the best that we've got to make fun of blind Mike. Not his debilitating. Oh, not, okay, wow. Not his debilitating drug habit. I mean, come on, we can find something more fresh that we can pick on. Um, that a friend of mine, his name is Two Pump Chump. My friend said that secretly he replaced Mike's Roman swipes with orange zigzags. And it'll I don't even know what that is. Rolling is that papers. a joke from the 50s? Rolling paper. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can you imagine? So there's a great... So one of my buddies... And then and, maybe and again, Mike and his mother were hiding behind the, the windmill the windmill uh, miniature golf hole at Fenway Golf in East Long Meadow. One, one of my... One of, I, I don't even know what you're saying. Like, I feel like we're just like talking... Like, we're clearly out of practice at this. So you're, are, you, are you making a mom-son incest joke? Might is that be. what that was? Ah, and after he okay. comes too soon, his mom might say, "Oh, okay, wow." <laughs> was that Lucy? No, I got a. F- was who Danielle. was that? That was oh, Danielle. Was Dan- she actually sounded like a normal person for once. Like she didn't sound like she's like, ah, okay, I don't know, I don't know. Ah, ta, 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 ta. Um, no. Listen, do you think that that's a terrible idea? Like, I get Kirk's argument about having Jerry as the as the permanent co-host, and I don't think that like I text because Kirk and I were texting about this this weekend. He's like, "I saw your tweet. Like, yeah, I'm having proper. the most fun." I'm having the most fun like I've ever had podcasting doing this. I don't think that, you know, whatever, I, you know, I I don't know. Like, I don't want to talk Trump with Jerry. Same shit he said in the he's show. Got, he's got real hair across his ass about Jerry. I, I don't know what this is about. Well, but I even said to him, I, I said to him back, I'm like, like, it's the best podcast either way. Like, you can't go wrong with Jerry or without Jerry. I think that the show is, I will admit that the show is different 
when Jerry's in there. Yes. But I think something is so fucking, and I said this to Kirk, I think something so infinitely humorous about Jerry's confusion about the little world. I think that yes. that's, that that foil is hilarious. Like he is the he is like to like to to make the Shakespearean. He is the audience, right? And like the fourth wall is being broken the entire time, and we're just in the audience, just being like, "What the?" Like we're like trying to react to it, like trying to keep up. Like he is. You are literally. You literally have the seventy-one-year-old man in Omaha, who could be your fucking co-host well, this for is, the show. Here's what's strange about it: is it was only mere months ago that he was actually doing this with Kirk. It, it's been a year and he was doing this with Kirk and a lot of this stuff was part of that show. How has he forgotten this or not kept up? What do you mean? Like, how has he forgotten the fact that Jerry can hold it? I mean, Jerry didn't, it, it didn't, I, mean, I will, I will no give her back then, but I mean, is this really that far off from what the show used to be? Some of these bits and well, here's a, okay. So here's the thing. And, and it really depends – and this is where maybe Kirk wouldn't want Callahan in there is that I feel like Callahan impedes Kirk from having the fun that he wants to have, right? Um, but I feel like also Jerry is somebody that brings a different energy than Mike and Steve have and – uh, I mean, I know that they're, we're going to get shit on for this because like, oh, oh shut the fuck up and listen to the podcast. But like, this is what the Minifan show, I think, was supposed to be from the beginning. It's I voice mean, this of the is, fans, baby. Yeah, right? So as a fan, I'm voicing my opinion. I loved it. But then also I would think I, I, do, I, I do have the ability to think about it from the perspective of a new listener. And as a new listener who's never heard Kirk and Callahan, who doesn't have the nostalgia of years and years of listening to first, uh, you know, uh, Dino and, and Jerry and then Kirk and Dino and Jerry and then just Kirk and Jerry – from somebody who just is a new listener, I can see kind of missing the whack packers or the inside radio bullshit, or the inside podcasting bullshit, the Kellehers and the Minifans. I'm very and the curious calls. what the new people think about Jerry because if I go over on I Discord, I, I'm, he reads I'm, a little old. I think I'm, I think he I'm, reads a little old to them. I'm blown away that there are all these new people who don't know the old world because I just assume it's just all of us retreads who came over but there's a lot of people who just don't know this old world so I'm I'm curious to think of what they think of Jerry mm. I think it's actually funny too I think you know now there's more listeners than ever on the Kirk and Callahan show and there's less Minifan shows than ever it's almost like we should probably be doing the opposite of that and I, I, I will take the blame for that because I've been you know, fucking MIA. Uh, but yes, I think that there's Wait, a you lot got a of real new... life. Yeah, I do. Unfortunately, um, yeah, I can't be a just fucking you know in mincel hashtag mincel. I got, as, uh, I got somebody. Boy, this rubbed me the wrong way, and I was gonna no sell it. Somebody got angry that I put the weekend review too late on a Sunday, and it's like, dude, I'm doing this on my do own. Do people? Do people not know? Do people really not know that you and I don't get? anything to do this no. like we do it just for fun and because we enjoy it like it's just a labor of like this is like a passion project yeah they, it's just people, a creative outlet it's kind of fun i think i think people do forget that because it is kind of funny i mean i i i i mean hey listen i think i i'm talked about more on barstool than some barstool personalities kirk said it himself today a line that he took from me but kirk said it himself today and i also occupy more real estate in that little fucking rat weasel Carabas's brain than anything. Like literally, it's the three I've things decided, that, I've decided to like Carabas, but go ahead. It's Change it's it's David Ortiz's dick, <laughs> Sam Kennedy's asshole, 
and MHP. Those are the three things that Carabas's brain that just they ricochet in like it's like a pinball machine of just of of I don't even know of boredom and baseball and MHB and 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 and, and gargling Sam Kennedy's grundle. Those are really the, all that he can think about. So the fact that he first of all he wants to read the DMs. I mean, do you want me to go to the DMs, Carabas? And I mean, you said some pretty horrendous things about women and minorities and people of. I mean, I, come on, Carabas. My name like, is Jared Carabas, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stud. And you can't teach that. Do I, I think? Do I think Carabas is a virulent racist? I I I don't know. I th- I think there may be some evidence that I. I Listen, if if I, I unfortunate, he, I think he's still gonna not like you after this. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, I have it was a low blow, but like, was was my DMs to him really that bad? Did you listen? Did you you, you finished the started, episode? No, today, I right? started when he. I was I started with the whole. I don't like that MHB, and that's where I got home. Yeah. So he. It, there's to, so to, much. There's so much content today. To set the table, yeah, I know we've got none of like I I barely finished the podcast. Um, See, I got distracted by the cousins. I started with cousin Mike and the fact that he updated his phone and everybody got flooded with all the emails that he thought he sent months ago, and the befuddled. <laughs> that was too great, wasn't it? I, wasn't that too great? I'm listening to this and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I used to shit on this show. This is a dumpster fire that I can't take my eyes off of. This show can never be removed. If you put Kirk's show on from 9 to 10, where, where I think that fits best, you've got to put the Cousins on somewhere because that cannot go away. I cousin need, Carabas? I, cousin Carabas, Cousin Mike. Yeah, uh, Cousin Kirk. Yeah. I think you should. Cousin. I think you should. I, I think the long-term play is Jerry Callahan and Cousin Mike. We're all over the place. Let's start uh, with Carabas. Should I reach out to Carabas sure. and see if he wants to be a guest on the Minifan show? I feel like we, I feel like, honestly, I'll, I'll I would, be nice if, to him. I again, I was, I used to, I got into this phase. I think oh, over the past geez. year, T-E-C. I got into this phase where I thought I could be a shit stirrer like you. But in the end, I used to listen to Carabas. I'm yeah, okay I know you're Carabas. you're bored. You're bored just like Carabas. You and Carabas, yeah, and then Carabas. Uh, oh, oh, guess what? Oh, the MHB guy. All he does is just copy what Kirk says. Uh it's just not like I'm I copying. No, I know, but that's what. So Carabas. Carab- fight it out, and I'll, I'll Carabas. Carabas. Carabas was saying that I copy Kirk's. Uh, like the way that he says things, and like trying to get people and gotcha questions. Like I'm just a mini Minahan. Like, do I think I'm a mini Minahan in a lot of ways? Yes, I I do. I'm I'm just as I talented. I don't think you are. I think you're your own style. <laughs> I I here's the thing, and I'll just level for a second. Like, does if he doesn't get that there's like a there's a performance aspect of it where I'm just like just trying to stir shit to piss people off because it's content because it's something that talk it's talked about. It's something that is becomes the news of the day for barstool the news of the day for barstool radio the news of the day for like there's a part of it that this is just part of getting as the word that he would say that all these barstool lunatics say clout i agree with you if you want to make a name and you want to be somebody that is talked about you've got to punch up that's exactly and kirk has said the same thing so the fact that i would say that to carabas in a moment of real sincerity like if i'll level for a second do i think carabas is a racist no, I think he's kind of racist, but no, no, he's Carabas is fine. I did say that send those things to Carabas because I was like, listen, dude, like there is a way like like we're listen, we're you know what we're trying to do here. 
I'm trying to make a name. I'm, we're trying to make this grow I, our I show. It's all good. I appreciate understand what's going on in there. It must be fascinating. What do you mean? It's fascinating. You're, I, I you've was got things going on in your head that are not explainable. But I appreciate it. Out of me. I appreciated Jared coming on the podcast. I did. I also told him, listen, we I know that we were, you know, we were trying to play the gotcha game with the Sam Kennedy stuff and like I was ch- definitely chirping back on Twitter, but it's all like it's all fun and games. Like we're doing we're you know, we're there's a showman, there's an aspect of showmanship to it. And I thought that there that we were above the sharing private DMs on the air. And clearly we aren't. So if those DMs have to see the light of day, so be it. That's all I'll say, Carabas. That's all I have to say about that. Well, I liked having Carabas <laughs> on Kirk's show. I like him being on Carabas' show. This fits the DEC plan for growing the Kirk Menahan show. Was it um was it was it Pete Abraham that called Carabas a grand uh, a grand clan master or grand dragon? Uh, or no, I'm sorry, that was a different person he was calling. I, I'm sorry, I just got my wires crossed for a second. I, I apologize. Um yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know why. That's odd that I was thinking of Carabas as a grand dragon. So let me see if I can get I don't this know straight. Carabas is a racist, and Steve Robinson is a pedophile. What now? Who? Steve Robinson. Who's Steve Robinson? You mean uh, the shirtless wonder? Yeah. <laughs> I have to the say, thick, like I do. Chevron mustache and the clone. And here's and here's where and here's where, of course, everything comes back to. I've got to agree with. By Kirk the way, this is I, this is your words that you told me you have all these DMs about um, young twelve year old girls. Oh my god! And the 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 pictures of Greta Thunberg that he sent me were even more mortifying. I mean, like deep fakes. I just I don't even I can't even get into it. I just let's just say that you know that uh, that, that we've got a conservative Jeffrey Epstein on our hands. Um, but no, um, we uh, the the whole thing with with Steve. It, I have to agree with Kirk that I don't think Jerry would find it funny, like the whole image of like a shirtless Steve that's like fucking the painter downstairs, or like the may or may not the, be de- Greek. <laughs> the deacon, uh, the uh, the Irish Italian Greek painter deacon guy, or or is he a drywall guy? What? Who? I don't even know. There's so many inside things, and now we're at the point where that prank phone call today was it Matt Fuller, who's <laughs> yes. the guy that disappeared? I've got. I love that. Like, so I I. God, I sound like such a fucking ass kisser, but I have to agree with Kirk that Jerry doesn't like that. So you will lose an aspect of that and and you're going to have to do Trump and you're going to have to do some sports. So I get that. And I think that the show as it is now, why mess with the good thing? I think that's better when Kirk is a little irritated. I look at that when he's saying, when he's saying, oh, I'm very happy. That's a bad thing. I don't know because when Kirk is happy, it reminds me of, and I always said this that I thought that, uh, and we 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 talked about this ad nauseum when we were when Kirk was doing Radio.com is that we wanted you and I both said that we wanted the show to be a balance of the serious investigative bulldog where like Kirk is going after a Cullen where they're exposing a fraud like in the whack-a-mole stuff. We wanted to marry that with the fun, whimsical lunacy of the summer shows with Tangway. In that iteration, that's when the show was at its best. Right now, and this is not a criticism, it's the best fucking podcast out there. Right now, the show is more bending towards that fun wacky humorous it's the best comedy <laughs> podcast but it, god jesus christ it is the best comedy podcast available it absolutely is but there's also an aspect a of a comedy podcast though there's just stuff that's that's serious um it's everything yeah i mean yeah, it is but callahan will be that that voice of uh that, that foil 
that will piss Kirk off, that will bra- that will ground the show with the 71-year-old man in Omaha. But he will also right? push and it, on Kirk and say, no, I'm not taking your shit. And exactly. So which exact, So I honestly think that they're, I think that, I think that they're right in that they should be using him once a week. I think that that's yes, fine. Yes, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm not an I'm advocate good with that. for saying that. Bring the band back together. We do this every day. I think that worked because the, there the reunion is the reunion is never as good as the that original. Friday like, episode you know, was pretty damn good. It was really good. That's my thing. Listening to it, I'm like, you just you just slip back in. It's just like it's just like an old. I don't even know. I don't even know what it is. Like how you would even describe it. It's like it's like you know, driving an old car that you haven't. You know, like like well, you come back from sub, summer vacation and you drive your 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 old car like your the old station wagon, right? And it's like oh, this is the same old. You just slip. You just know exactly what it is. Like there, it's the same old quirks. It's the same old banter. It's the it's it just felt so familiar. But there's also a point of it where I think you have to recognize that we associate that nostalgia with the show and that new listeners may not have that. And new listeners are used to the Kellehers and the prank phone calls and the jokes and all that. And you didn't get as much so of here's that. A so I think we have to be cognizant of that. If it's Mutt who sits in one day, would we feel the same way? Well, Mutt, Kirk, Kirk can make anybody good. I mean, Kirk, Kirk can make you know, Steve Robinson and Blind Mike good. Would be hysterical as well. I mean, yeah, and him and Tangway. Like we know that, like, but they're so like these rough though. Tangway doesn't feel feel it. There is for every good Tangway, there's like three really bad Tangway episodes where it's not. Yeah, I mean, that's how he was. I mean, but then there's some. There's just some all timers. Like remember when Tangway Tangway said that uh, uh, Allah Akbar, Akbar was the leader of ISIS. He's the leader of ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> and he and and for for new listeners, people that are, are that didn't listen to the old show, the bar, the stoolies that are tuning in, he said this. <laughs> totally serious, like like a million percent serious. He actually thought that, like when they chant like Alu Akbar, that that because Akbar was the leader of ISIS, like and you know Callahan probably agrees with him. Like he's like, that's right, D- damn Al Akbar, leader of ISIS. Like you know, he probably would think that. So who knows uh, what we would do in that sense if Callahan came full time? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I would be interested. What do you in what think? Callahan's I I've doing. been talking. Like you you got my take. Like, do you not think that Callahan would be good in that in that in that way? I no? think Callahan having Callahan on on some type of regular basis would be great. I think a once a week type of thing would be perfect. I personally would love it, but I also would like to hear Jerry do his type of show with a Sue O'Donnell type. Somebody said this that Jim Browdy would be the perfect co-host, and I agree. Oh God! Him and no Jim way. Browdy would be awesome, and it would never happen because Jim Jim Browdy's on welfare, working for the government with uh, GBH. But I would like to listen to Callahan. I like Jerry. He made Dino look good for twenty years. Uh, the, those old Dino stories, by the way, hilarious. Like I, I, I <laughs> also, I don't want to tell anybody this, but P One's already heard the Jerry funeral story. Didn't Jerry already tell this story? No, I don't remember that. He told it on a on a podcast, I believe. I think either Kirk did or like one of his enough about not enough one of the enough about me is the post the rate when when he had Callahan on. Somebody told me I know the story because somebody told it to me and I don't remember who it was. It was like oh the maybe week. that's who it was. Yeah, I think maybe it was Chartier. I don't, someone someone told us that story. I just remember knowing that story. I'm like, eh, it's like, I think the payoff's not really worth the tease. To, but I mean, if it gets listened, I mean, it's, it's a nice it's, story. 
Yeah, Jerry Callahan's putting out a Jerry Callahan's putting out a podcast. It's not a nice story. What the what the po- what the priest said was like fucking ridiculous. It's not a nice but story. Jerry thought that we have to save the Dino Carabas story for another podcast. Friggin' tell it. I don't think you're I think you're thinking of a different thing. I just can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Amy, Amy! Amy! No! Oh, by the way, Lenny Clark just went on Joe Rogan podcast again. Oh my God. Like, how many times is that? Like, I don't. That's where Jerry lost I, me. He's like, I like Rogan when Lenny Clark's on. I'm not Lenny, listening to that. To be honest, I'm not a Lenny Clark guy. I think, I think he's not that funny. Fat piece of shit. I mean, he's not funny at all. And he's, he's just like, he's how, how, are, how long are you going to ride out the Boston? I'm a, I'm a fucking Boston diehard. Like how, how long are you going to ride out that stupid shtick? Like, like it just, I don't know. And he's like such a team first good. homer. That's good. It's good. Yes. Good. good. And Jerry didn't like Neil funny deGrasse guy. Tyson. I mean, I love okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I, I hate Neil deGrasse Tyson's a douche. Neil deGrasse Tyson is the kind of guy that goes up to goes up goes up to a little girl that is painting a you know like in an art class somewhere he's the art instructor and and he goes up and he says actually the big dipper was tilted at 67 degrees that night what you're painting there is actually a scientific fallacy and you should be ashamed of it. that's that's who he is he's a, he's the I actually don't guy care i still no, like I him mean, anyways but that's me so. hey i'm a bore i'm yeah. a, i'm a freak of nature doing this i'm a bore I'm an oddity. But that's okay. No. Oh. Are you still I'm there? Still here. <laughs> All right. What do we got next? What else we got? No, nothing. Uh, we talked about, did we talk about this? I came into possession of a podcast where Steve talks about the finer points of podcasting as a producer. Haven't gone through it, but I got to imagine this is going to be something I can cut up and embarrass him with. I got to okay. think let's that, take a, but I don't have it. Let's, ta- let's take a listen. Oh, well, let's see if I can. I don't know if I can grab it without without being a terrible also, echo. No, I mean, doesn't it, it? here's the other thing that we're forgetting is that Steve apparently also did a show, uh, a cameo on some radio station in Maine. Blind Mike texted me this. So all the Mena fans out there that are listening, I need you to go and look up something for me. Give me one moment. So here's um, what, while you're doing that, Steve told me, I told him when I started listening to the Howie Carr show, and Steve told me he started listening at the same time. And I didn't realize Steve was only 30. Steve must have been like five years old when he was listening to Howie Carr. Like, it was ridiculous that I was, like, 22, 23 listening to Howie Carr back in the 90s. Yeah, you were just a little kid. Yeah, a little kid, just like Steve. Like, my <laughs> God, Steve. Steve, Steve's a, I like Steve. He's a dark, he's a dark person. There's some really dark that, things going on with Steve Robinson. Really There is dark. something, there is something about conservative radio that has, like, an inherent, there is, like, an inherent darkness to it, though. Like, wouldn't you agree with that? Like, there's, it, it really is just a simple, like, there, like, I feel like conservative talk radio, they love to regurgitate their own opinions over and over and over again. Yeah, I used to love conservative talk radio, but it's just, it even got old for me. Mm. I mean, conservative talk radio is what Steve kind of cut his teeth with, right? Like, I don't even know how Steve got 
to Howie Carr. How did that even happen? That, that Maybe that's a good story. How did that happen? He had Sandy for like 20 years. He had a producer for like like 25 years, and then all of a sudden Steve showed up. So so WG, so Minifans out there, WGAN, oh, that's a, Inside that's a big, Maine, big, 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 big Steve. Mountain, Maine. Big one. So Steve apparently, and I, I, I texted Steve. I was like, Steve, like, what? Why did Blind Mike text me this? Because at first I thought that Mike was doing, and I was really hoping that this was the case. At first I thought Mike was doing that thing where he's texting me the wrong. He he thinks I'm somebody else. Like he thinks like I'm Steve or something. I'm like, did you mean to send this to me? <laughs> um. And oh, let me see what I have here in my text messages to Steve. Um. CJ1961. I wonder what that. Hold on. Let me keep going here. Uh, I'm telling you, Steve probably wanted to go on that because he knows WGN is a kid, that WGN is the big news talker in Maine. It has call letters that mean something to him, so he wanted to be a part of that. It means nothing now, but I'm telling you, that's probably how he thinks. He said that it was a. He said it was probably the worst radio spot. A radio hit I did <laughs> with some awful. He, this is what he said. This is what Steve Robinson said. He goes, I did a radio hit with some awful, boring woman last Saturday. It was the worst interview I've ever done. Might be mockable. The fact that, Kirk, I know that you're going to be listening to this. I find it a failure of epic proportions that Steve Robinson did not offer up that sound on a platter for you or, to mock. Or that podcast that, where he's he's talking about the finer points of being a producer, which, which I'll work on when, when I get a chance. But you don't you don't have any of it? Can you no. just like play randomly any of it? I don't just know any if I it. can because I think I would have to bring it up in a Talking Tech with DEC. Oh, and by the way, the friggin' plosives today on the podcast. My God, get a pop filter. Figure something out here. No, because they have the they have the roadcaster C one thirty seven. No, the roadcaster right? the roadcaster's fine. I think it's the microphones that they have. I think it's the the PR40s that have really bad pop filters so you hear all the plosives. And I think they have a they have a duty to some of us who do care about this type of programming. All right, so this is a YouTube. It was on YouTube, but I think I let me see if I can find this. It's it's a podcast called um as of this listening right now on YouTube, it now has 12 views. So this is a big 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 deal. Uh it's taking 5 all right. All right. So I don't know if I'll be able to find it. I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to bring it up oh, in a web browser. If I bring it up in a web browser, it's going to blow your ears out and you won't be able to hear it. That's my problem. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just play some of it. We want to hear it. Uh, what, what, what this wouldn't be Also, so so DEC, like what what's been going on? Why why haven't uh why haven't we been doing mini fan shows? What's going on? I don't know, you tell me. I'm busy, man. I got I got a bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. So last week I could but have big done things, something. Big things happening. My wife was, the was traveling, world. and so I had all three kids by myself, which scares yeah. the hell out of me. Yeah, I have. Uh, what have I been doing? Uh, I've got a freaking life. Indisposed. Yeah. So I do. Have been busy, man. This. All right. You Take know, five I've podcasts. got a well. Here go ahead. Is. Podcast producer Wait. Steve Robinson from Barstool Sports, Kirk Menahan teaches us teaches wait what us teaches us teaches how us. to you know produce podcasts <laughs> are you kidding me on He's today's episode of taking five we have steve robinson from barstool sports he is the producer of the kirk minahan show like so the super Mike popular D podcast, podcast. 
peaked at like number three or four on iTunes and Apple Music. And whoa, all the, whoa, 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 stop, 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 pause, pause, pause. Did not peak at number three, number four. Peaked at yeah, number, number one. one, motherfucker. First, get your facts straight. Like, also, he's doing. Why is he doing the NPR voice? Listen, he's like, and and peaked at number three, number four on Apple Podcasts. Let's play it. And all those fun platforms. Really cool conversation with him. We talk about how he went from political theory major in college to working in radio to eventually producing a podcast and how he's been able to make a living from it. Um, and the cool thing is that they record that podcast at Red 13 Studios, which is where... No, they I don't! By now, I have been working recently. Oh. Uh, sort of what inspired oh, me to start this, this podcast. This actually. is... So I, I think I, really I, think I met this Steve douche. We had some great conversations with him. You'll notice that we're starting off this interview with me talking. Also, Instead of there's, just jumping right into the interview. Yeah. Never fear. We're still going to keep that format. I still, once uh, once I end my little spiel here, we're still going to still gonna have those few seconds of of fucking around because I, I think it sounds cool um, and I think it's interesting but if you disagree uh, let me know and oh, is that oh wow that's that's pretty professional right there stay tuned we got Steve coming up right after this <laughs> did you plan that or is that no, a part of did he did they include that I mean like on the fly do you see I don't know like I don't know about you but when I think of When, do you think DEC do you think that where, where do you think there was more chemistry and excitement when Simon met Garfunkel or when Steve met this guy what do you think was better wait say something again Steve bike check one two. Oh, actually that's pretty good yeah, yeah. this is very sensitive yeah. it can be you can be off <laughs> quite quite enough of that um all right, so we're here. We're back. We didn't go for long. Uh, we, we're back with Taking Five. Well, who is this third name? voice? Taking Five. Taking okay, five. I like it. It was Take Five for like three weeks, and then we. Hola, picholas. Prop yes. most. <laughs> so I've had different reactions. Oh, people. And one when I told All my girlfriend her first reaction was like, I don't like it. And I, was, I was like, why? And she was like, well, it's the king. Yeah. It's a good yes, candy bar. Like, I, I don't it's know. It's good candy bar. It is. I, I don't know. It's good. I think it's good like candy a, bar. It's kind of like a Reese's Pieces. Oh, I think, is except, for in, except for in bar shape, more sni- oh uh, shaped God, like a Snickers. Everything I, I wanted. I will say. Can you pause it? In there. Yeah. Oh. Can, you, can you pause it? That is honestly can, the dream. Can you pause it? Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. So I'm not sure if you listened, but was that... Was that the bad radio that they played today of that stationed out in what was it? Where was it was it, it like uh radio. was it Yeah, Orgasm Radio. Where was that station based Madison, out of? Was it like Ohio? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I knew it was somewhere in like the fucking, you know, like bumfuck nowhere. But yeah, like also the Ma- like people in Madison are like very they're usually like good old like oh don't you know, like very oh down God. home country folk, like beer and cheese and all sorts of shit. And then they're listening to that. Like like Sue O'Connell or O'Donnell, whatever the hell, like she made the case with Murchison that the whole thing was like the argument was that this is the public airwaves that like a like a five year old can yeah. flip to, and they're playing that. And like, like, my God, like it really puts things in perspective. Like I mean, I thought it was it was humorous. I didn't think it, it was good, good radio. At least they were a little edgy. They were trying something. 
I found it offensive, I think, for other reasons than more people would find it offensive. Like, I think most people would find it offensive for, you know, being vulgar and grotesque. I just thought it was offensive because it wasn't funny. Tired. Um, Like, making fun of it. Making fun of it was funny. Um, It's almost almost as unfunny as, like, a segment... um, Oh, maybe what was it called? I think well, uh, like a co-ed cage match. Have you have you heard of something no. like that? I mean, come on, DC. Are you paying attention at all, or you know, you know what a co-ed cage match is, right? Didn't I go on my? Uh, didn't. Oh no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you clearly don't even. You are the president of the Mina Fan Club. I delegate a lot of power. Yeah, clearly you do. Like, do do you delegate your listening to the Kirk Show too? Because this is this was something I discussed on Kirk's Show, where I unearthed some old Greg Hill sound, uh, and it's called the Coed Cage. Oh, you match. came on. I hit the like the um, fifteen button. I just zip zip. zip that's zip. <laughs> exactly just like most people do when MHB makes an appearance. Like, oh, let's fucking skip this shit. This loser. Um, no, like that. There was a Greg Hill had a. Like Greg Hill, the guy that, mind you, wants to wag his finger and say that so Kirk's show is the worst is thing in the world. Greg Hill was wagging his finger, and he had this bit on his show. I'm, I'm just. I'm also pointing out the fact that Greg Hill replaced a show that was deemed to be so too what dangerous. You're saying is Greg Hill is on, and it was safer than the show he was on before. What I'm saying is that Greg Hill, just like all radio men and women. Have has skeletons. Oh, in his okay. And wow. If you look hard enough, you may find some things about Greg Hill that are distasteful. The same way that you may find some things objectionable what? about Minahan. My point is that pointing out, and again, I'm not trying to cancel Greg Hill. Um, this was in the wake of you know Kirk putting out the call that we need to make them. You know, we need to look at the look into their show and their show sucks and all that stuff. So I was like, all right, well, I'll do a quick audit of the Greg Hill show and looked at it and I found that they you know used to have a segment on their show in the early 2000s where they would interview drunk 19 and 18 year old college girls and ask them uncomfortable questions about their sex life. I found that a little bit weird and probably something that was just odd considering that Greg's show is supposed to be this safe tame option where Kirk's show is supposed to be. Also Kirk's show, this is what I love. It's just like almost like how Barstool is painted as like this den of iniquity. When Barstool is actually pretty safe, I think that Kirk's oh, yeah, tenure there has shown that. About Kirk has gotten into more trouble than anybody there and he hasn't even done anything that crazy. I mean, it kind of shows just how 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 times, I guess, have changed in radio. Like, Kirk and Callahan was viewed as, like, this crazy, edgy show. They were just kind of saying the opinions that most Americans already have. Like, it just is, like, I mean, the majority of Americans voted for Trump. Like, like I don't, I think that we're just living in a fantasy land where so people think that, like, like, like. The majority of people did vote for Hillary Clinton, but. The majority, oh the majority the of vote. I get your point. Half the country voted for Trump. Oh, no, oh, just maggot over here. No, come on, man. I'm not like, saying he whatever. shouldn't be president. You know, just you know what I mean? How many, how many millions of people? 50, 50. Uh, whatever. Who cares? How, you know, fine, fine, fine. Well, there's a reason why because all the idiots live on the in but the coastal cities. That right? is so why Trump got elected because Trump says the things that I already believe, but I'm not used to hearing people say. Everybody's politically correct and everybody is diplomatic, but Trump's not, but he says the things I'm already thinking. Trump got elected because of this Joker movie. <laughs> like, I, I, that's why Trump is going to get reelected. I haven't seen it, um, but I did, I, one of my coworkers has, 
and he was like, yeah, it was just like a crazy, like kind of like dark, realistic comic book movie. It was, you know, it was like, oh, like, is it, did you thought did you find like I even asked about the scene where they said it was sent, uh, similar to the Central Park Five, and he was like. I never would have thought that. Like I'm like, oh, so they were. Re- so you're telling me that this liberal publication was reaching for how, how could the Joker uh, movie? To make by the way, this is uh, this is the Dork Podcast. My name is Rich Keefe, and how could it be any worse than? No, no, that's this creature be. I like the Joker's. Do you like the Joker or do you like Mister Freeze? Like that. That'd be better, Rich Keefe. But anyway, continue. How could it be any worse than Heath Ledger's portrayal of him? There's one scene where he like jams a pencil into a guy's eye that's what i'm so can i tell you why it's because recently people people are trying to find anything to point out uh to there's a whole anti uh incel thing right and incels like this is a term that just came into the popular discourse but people are using it as a way to frame anyone i don't like on the internet as an incel people are using it as an excuse so like you know there are some people on the internet that are saying that kirk minahan fans are mincels like 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 but an incel are you familiar with what incels I'm not, are i know a mincel i said it i've said it a couple times so like, like i think i, I, I used to talk about this on all the time I know, but we used to talk about this on Trash oh, Talk God, back when Trash Talk was a podcast. I know. Well, no, nobody did. Believe me. Otherwise, we'd still be doing it. Um, though I'm still willing to do it, Mike. Love you, buddy. Um, I miss you. Uh, he's only actually... How funny would it be? Because I'm in Philly. The Amtrak is an hour ride. How funny would it be if I just it's show up in, in Barstool Studios? Is. Kirk, Kirk, as, if you're, as you're listening to this on your ride in, just know that I am, you know, Ooh, I am on a train riding up to... To the to the Hyatt to go to room fifteen oh two and knock on Blind Mike's door and say, Hey Mike, we're here I'm here to do trash talk. He's in that room with a shirtless <laughs> and sweaty Steve. What a sight. What a Oh my what a disturbing sight. Hey, I, I brought I bring my DVR with me. Hey, Mike, I I, I DVR'd Bob uh, Bob Hart's Abishola for you. Can we watch this you know, together? Mike, Can we Mike have a little gets, like anxious and he gets depressed? He has to be on the mm-hmm. ledge right now for the fact that he did not get up to go talk to Bill Burr. This has got to be. This oh, has I gotta saw be. that. Oh, poor guy. Oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> this like, is going to be bad. I mean, he's going to take so much shit for it. But, like, what are you going to do? Like, the guy's leaving. I feel for Mike. Like, unlike some people, unlike Mike, <laughs> I'll defend my former co-host when, when, I, when he's about to just get the shit kicked out of him. Like... I feel for him. Like that sucks. Like I, that's a big spot, and you turtled. It's it's almost almost as embarrassing as calling a man who cares more about his dog dying than running his company Dave Portnoy, and then saying he's not Dave Portnoy. It's almost as embarrassing as that, but not quite as embarrassing as that. Um, but uh, where were, how did we get here? Oh, no, we you're talking? I feel like we were talking something. about something I'm really good before. You. Oh, incels, incels. So incels like now has become a way that like any group I don't like online, I just call them an incel. And the problem is, is that incels are connected to white supremacists uh, and and generally mass shooters. So it's really, it's actually, it's it's kind of funny. It's 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 a it's a good it's a it's a smart construction on the part of like the 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 left or the people that want to suppress speech and things like that where they're just it's they're basically taking the same argument that worked as anyone that disagrees with me that disagrees with me as a racist now they're 
taking that and saying anyone that disagrees disagrees with me online is an incel and incels are mass shooters violent should be suppressed and I guess what they're saying is that a lot of like the internet really loves the Joker and he's kind of like a you know that he's like a, a folk hero icon online and they're using the the that to connect to I don't even know like mass shootings and online culture and masculine toxic masculinity and all this other where the hell have we gone? At the and that's that's my thing, and it's almost it's almost proving the point of the guy that made it. He's the he's the same director that made The Hangover. I forget his fucking name, but he's like, but he said that he's one of those guys that that uh, that oh, we're not allowed to be funny anymore, guys. Which I agree with him, and I don't like. I do think it's tiring. I, I get the point that it's tiring at some point where every stand up comic is making a joke about oh you guys are going to cancel me for this one but i'm going to say it anyway right it's like you know that i get that that that's tiring but also there's there's a reality to that and and this joker movie is proving that like you can't be like you can't make a movie about a comic book villain anymore without everybody literally having like like having a mental breakdown what am i missing about the joker cuz i used to be a comic book guy i don't remember him being over the top i don't i don't remember this to be super I, I don't know he's 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 a garden variety comic book hero what am i missing here yeah well what i'm missing i think is that we've talked for the past 10 minutes i think on the joker movie and i don't think anybody really cares about <laughs> but i get i get what you're saying i agree i don't think i i just think that uh i honestly think that's what it is that people want any excuse to be able to malign groups of people they dislike online and they see some parallels between the Joker movie and being able to lump large groups of people into that and they're using it as a, as a way to take advantage of it and, and basically paint a large group of people as racist and misogynist. I think that's really what it is. It's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's a bad faith argument, but like. it's a good tactic. And, and, we, and we saw that with, and I think we got to talk about this too, it, with the the Murchison episode, Murchison, who by the way, clipped is clipping my audio now, which is just fucking horrifying. <laughs> that you've always been afraid to, to that hear, he was going to go after you, and, and and here he is. But I mean, I think that the way that Kirk framed it, putting it in that light, there really isn't like these clips that he's sending out. If that's the like, that's it. Like that's not like this is a podcast. Like I like I mean. Like whatever, like if it's, this is a podcast, people people aren't listening to this, being forced to listen to it, like or listening to it on accident. They are yep. seeking it out, and they're listening to it, and the sponsors are seeking it out as well. They're they're informed about this. The whole thing doesn't make a lot of sense anymore, and it it also flies in the face of any reasons that he gave initially for why no, he was it doing it to begin with. Hypocrisy. Yeah, it's just you know. I thought that, and and it's almost like the like the the cliche sunlight's the best disinfectant. Like when you when you get it out in the open like that, it just is viewed so much differently than the ominous, crazy dark force that he was. But he never was a dark EI force. Days. It was the reaction to him that made him a dark force. Yeah, because if you, I mean, if you look at the emails, they're not the most. They're copy paste, unsophisticated emails, like saying, "Can you believe so and so?" Like, and at times you know, he's not leaving like, the the boiler tape, boilerplate stuff in there. So, you know, it's a it's it's an interesting point, and uh, I think that he, uh, you know, I think that he kind of was exposed a little bit. So good for them to be able to, you know, 
cast aspersions to, to that tactic. And it, it really did. It's almost like by naming it and by exposing it, it took by all the power away from it. And it's, it was, that takes the power out of it. If you, if you make somebody laughable, not a boogeyman, that is the most powerful yeah. thing you could do. It's really, it's levity, right? You inject levity into a situation and you take all the power away from it. It actually is case in point in the correct way. And I said this when I tweeted this out, there's not a podcast in America or there's not a podcast anywhere or or a show or any sort of entertainment, any media that would have done what they did. Like think about any, like the exact opposite. In fact, like if this was a, if this was EEI or if this was a TV show, if this was fucking Bob Hart's Abishola, they'd be putting out prep. They'd be putting out press releases, and I—I I mean, do you think that? Uh, do you think that Bob is finally going to get to hold her hand this week? I—I I don't know if you're caught up as I am. I've been—I've been watching. I have watching been listening to the show, and I don't see where there's any chemistry or why I would care. It's. Have you actually? But wait, I was kidding. You no, actually I'm are watching the to show. What clips they have, but. Are you? By the way, are you CBS show no, pitches? I'm not. Can you confirm that for me? So you're not. I was. I'm really disappointed because you always do that. You always love the image of that guy. That shit. Who's the guy that used to poop on the glass Danny coffee Thomas. table? What's his name? Yeah, like no. You realize that no one in our audience Kurt knows does. who Danny Tom. Like you know, I. I know, and like I guess, like I gotta give you props because like you know what Kirk is gonna like. Kirk even said it himself. He's like, well, DEC is doing those for me. Like uh, he knows like, I'm gonna find that funny. Yeah, I, I kind of do some I mean, of this I, stuff for my own amusement. And, like, they didn't like the, the Gilbert Gottfried one. I thought that was the funniest one. Uh, they they got to get Gilbert as a guest, by the way. I mean, he he has to be. Uh, he's he so funny. He had, he so had smart. Jack Martling and Billy West on a couple of weeks ago, and it was the old Gilbert. Like, Gilbert, it was bad Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Just being just a just ridiculous yeah, he was bad asshole, Gilbert. insane like, person. Like, they like, just like an evil person. Yeah. They were taping. They had a, a periscope where they're doing Kenny Loggins. And you get the good Gilbert there, but you get the bad Gilbert where they talk about the CERN stuff. And, oh, he's fan. Bad Gilbert mm-hmm. is great. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. And I think that Kirk and him together... It, it would, I would also would love it to be in studio. I just think that there's something that like you're like you, Kirk can make someone on the phone good too, but like the energy yes. that would be in the room with those guys would be fucking unbelievable. It, it has to happen. Like he's my number yep. one guest right now currently. Um, I mean, obviously, if we can't get Shirley or Murchison, like he's my number one guest uh, for having somebody on the podcast. The um, the gender reveal podcast person probably like I would say a close second. No, I mean, are you excited for this? Like, we got to look, we got to look forward, look ahead to what we got coming next no, in the show. Because I think it's going to be a bore fest. They're going to be really, really serious, and nobody on the show is against transgender rights. They're they're of the agreement that transgender people have that's, rights, that, and I think that's lighten up. Yeah, like that's. That's the thing. When she made the they. demand about coming on the show, like when they, oh, I God, actually, fuck. I know, I know oh. somebody. There you go, Bob. Clip that. Who oh, has fuck. a daughter who is non-binary? It was accident. And so I learned this they them stuff. It was I had no idea it existed, but it, it's just kind of lighten up, have fun. Nobody thinks. Everybody believes you have a right to exist. It's just if if I if I get something wrong by mistake, don't scream at me. Don't yeah. fucking kill me for it. Like, I think that's, I th- I'm hoping that that's going to be the point that Kirk brings up is that the clip that they played about the guy in the grocery store and like, oh, it's okay if you just scream. Like, 
I, is I, this what we I didn't want? know that like, this, they, like, it's okay. I, but we, I think it's earlier this year. Well, I think this is where people get a disconnect. If somebody came up to me and I was having a conversation, I was like, oh, nice to meet you, whatever. And said, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm gender, you know, fluid. I prefer they, them pronouns. I'd be like, awesome, cool. I'll remember to do that. And I would because I'm not an asshole. Like there's a part of just or being not an asshole. A little bit more. Now I'm curious. Now I'm curious. Sure. I, I didn't know about that. Tell me about sure. it so I understand. Yes, but this whole song and dance about like, I think where this is where people, this whole song and dance about how if I accidentally, like this is a new thing. Like if I accidentally misgender somebody, that it's now social warrant to go out and scream and cast and, you know, castigate somebody because they made a honest mistake with no ill will. I think that's a little, I think that's where there should be a balance. I think that voices like Kirk having discussions doesn't even know this exists. That exactly. That's the other point. Go out in the fucking. I mean, I went to school in the South. Go to the. Go to fucking. Go to. Go to. Go to. Go to West Virginia and see if you can have this so conversation it's not even, with it's not anybody. Even a case of they're going to be intolerant. They just don't even know this exists. Yeah, man. This has become a. This is like a serious minute. No, I just let you roll. Jesus. What else do we have to talk about? I feel like we missed so much. Like it's been three weeks. What else do we have to recap on? I want to get your opinions on things. Like, what is your opinion on uh, on Kelleher? The downfall it was the of the greatest Rich day of my life. I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of him. You hate him. He was emailing me saying, "Hey, he get continues this out to here. harass there's me." This, uh, there's a soap company. I think he's working with Garrison now. It seemed like it was almost a Garrison type thing. I'm just bored with him. DEC. Yeah. DEC. Um, DEC. Um, do you ever sometimes after uh, after a long day, kind of like a kind of like look at your forehead and it's a little oily and you think man i could really use a nice cleansing soap to wash my face and if only there was a soap on the market that also combined strong masculine scents with the cleansing power of some of the more feminine yes if only there was a soap company that did that have you been did you by the way totally side note did you see that company about uh what was that company I think there. I saw some emails, but what was that company called? Oh, I I looked at it, it was something so, and I just immediately deleted. No, there was a, there was a company. I think oh, what was it check. called? Um, is, oh man, it was called Doctor Squatch. Oh yeah, Doctor Squatch giving away um, one hundred bars of soap Squatch. if you join their exclusive soap. And, Did you see that? I think I got it. Another one with a with an. I just face, randomly just like his. I. You know what you should do the next time because his face is always oily. I love DC. I I love I love you, but like I'm clearly trying to do the bit where we're like pretending like that we're just randomly bringing up soap, like the same way like the mac and cheese, yeah, so like you randomly bring up like fifty. Way. But all right, let's go ahead. You're kidding. Wait a like, minute. Like I'm clearly just trying. You're kidding I, me. I, I, I clearly just like all I'm trying to do here is just bring up You're this stupid me. fucking doctor. This stupid fucking Doctor Squatch soap, so, so that we can so, so that we can riff on is, it and pretend that and pretend that like we're just randomly bringing it up just to make fun of it and ridicule how dumb it is that Rich Kelleher is reaching out to me, begging me over and over and over and over again, sending me emails to my personal email, sending me DMs to my personal Instagram, saying please, please, I told, I promised this company with 
200 followers that make soap out of their basement, probably from human fat or something like that, that I would get the minifans to retweet this video. And the best that he can do is get, uh, what, Locker Blind Mike's groupie watch. to put out some video. His sister, Sister Kelleher, can put out this video. So the thing I was going to say I is mean, if, if Kelleher, because he's got an oily complexion, next time it happens, don't worry about this. Don't worry he does. about the soap. Just take a match to it. And that'll get rid of it. <laughs> oh, man. It's that that soap. Dr. I mean, watch Dr. Dr. Squatch. I love it. I love it. So Dr. Squatch um, is uh, is a sponsor, actually, this week's sponsor of the Minifan show. So um, are you a nasty, smelly, gross individual? Well, guess what? Clean yourself up with some delicious, edible Dr. Squatch. Dr. Squatch, good in shavings in your smoothies. It's it's good uh, washing your face. Uh, it's even good uh, as you melt it down as um, as as a baby they formula, have, have, right? Isn't that two, right, DC? Can we endorse two that? Very good scents: pine tar and gold moss, plus more. Yes, yes. Did you like the um, Did you like the um, the Marlboro scent? I think I I prefer I that. Like I prefer Brown's the bat. I want to smell like I there was there they had this one this one scent. I think they said that it will smell like your aunt's your 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 aunt who smokes the Newports, the, her yellow fingernails. I think that was the scent for it. So Kelleher was a big fan of that and I I've got to say um props to you Kelleher. That's no, I, I know why you like it. There's close a, a her. Of close her. That's been impaled into wood. I think it's his axe. Oh my God! What the hell is but he doing? Can we? Can so yeah, I'm happy. Kelly Harris. Can we talk about? He's, he's a douche. I mean, did you think he was good with oh, us it was or terrible. no? Terrible. It, it frustrated. I don't even know what he said. Kirk liked it, so hey, mm. home run, unexpected hit. But I don't understand what he said. He just talks in circles, and he's insane. But we predicted. We, but you and I also predicted that. Uh, that Kirk would like Kelleher because he knows we all hated Kelleher, so we would, and that's smart. It's smart instinct on his part. But then we were also like, "There's going to be a time where Kirk is just going to get like really fucking tired of the and guy." I think the hot dog moment and when he, I think that was oh, it. Yeah, I take that picture with Kirk, and yeah. I think that was the end. Okay, Kelleher's gone. And and then that pathetic call into KFC, like I mean, like it took it took over my to Portnoy call as the most. I just don't want to encourage him. Oh, that's awesome! That's another thing. I went on. Uh, I oh, went I on KFC radio. Or did you? What do you think? I thought. I. I think that there's an argument to. For, I mean, first of all, the uh, the chemistry between myself and Clancy. You must have been jealous as fuck. I mean, we could have been. We could have been hosting together for years. The, the way that we were it talking to each call. other. But your calls are usually always good, and I like Clancy. I just thought, you know, stop begging him. At a certain point, stop begging him if he's going to put all these demands on. How is it different than can I than can Mark I James can I get saying, this from you, know, you though? Pay my tax bill. I'd rather pay pay Mark can James I pl- tax bill than do this. Can I do need you to do something right. for me though? Can we get um, one of your um, your mutt calls? Can we get can we get the two pump chump the mutt one when he's in the shower? Can we get that to call <laughs> into mutt at night one of these weeks? <laughs> Kirk didn't even play the it, whole thing. Like, like that I, that's fine, one. and we can play it again. We can we can play it again here. But can you like you have, you need to redeem yourself. How like you are I, the president of the Minifans. This is a grand. Myself. What more do I have to do? You need to redeem yourself for fucking up 
the most funny call ever. The image of Steve Robinson and John Dennis arguing with each other. <laughs> and the fact that only you, like, you're almost like a sick individual that you like, you're like, I'm going to get, I'm going to create something that's so fucking funny that only I get to hear. It's going to live on in, 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 in Kirk Minahan show lore. You need to understand. Only... Number one, I've never heard a word Hold on, let's reenact it. Let's reenact it. I don't know who the hell you are. I, I'm, I'm not sure who's, if I, who's this? I understand what you're trying and, to say, sir. And I guess oh, you're going oh, around sir, sir. that I shit on you and say, I don't know what you do. Or, no, or, I've never, I've never uh, said that, sir. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Howie, Howie, please, please. Howie, hey, Howie, I swear I to God, I, I haven't told man, people I that I wrote you your books for number. you. I, I've never... Number two, I'm wondering <laughs> if you're still hung over or were you Who still is this? drunk and thrown up last night that you even remember Sir, we can talk about this. Yeah. So is that what he was saying? Sir, we can really discuss this. I don't give a shit who you are. My name is Steve Robinson. But I guess I, you're hitting on my daughter. Sir, I'm married. I, as far as you know, I've never hit on your daughter. Your dad, meaning me, uh, is criticizing what it is you do for a living. I don't know Sir, what I do is I'm very proud you. of what I do for Number a living. Two, you're a fucking drunk. No, I, I sir, hit on my daughter it's, it's sober October. Saying, I want to be with you and create a scandal. I'll tell you what, you want to create a scandal. Sir, I, th I think you have the wrong you, number. As like half Could you please tell me who this is? What are you, late 20s? I'm uh, early 50s. You want to create a scandal? I mean, that's how it was the whole time. It's fantastic. That is hilarious. Um, and it would have made the perfect, you know, mockable, hilarious, just, bad I, radio that we could have. Played. I wasn't thinking in the moment. But I, yeah. how much do you think I can yeah. get them again with something else? If I wait long enough and we don't talk about it, I well, we absolutely can get them again. We can't say no it. Tape it this time. Can I just? Can I give? Can I give you a hint? I'll be whispering MHP here. Steve uses his phone as the show <laughs> phone. You have Steve's number. If you're home while they're taping, you can call in to Steve's phone number and do the same thing and prank the show. So, just giving a, give, I, I hate I hate that I'm divulging state secrets here, but yeah, like when they call people, they're calling from Steve Robinson's phone. Like he's got a little connected. He's he's connecting his phone to his computer. Um, so th there you go. Go with God and figure out what you need to do in order to prank phone call. I I think that I don't think that the Kirk Minahan show should be above getting prank phone call themselves. Am, am I wrong? Who has his number besides us? I'm not even supposed to have it. How meta a lot. I mean, Steve from Providence does. I told that fucker, Steve. I said, I, I said, Steve, I need you to prank phone call the Kirk Menahan show. He's like, you know what? That's a great idea. I'm going to do that. Didn't fucking do it. Like, this is, this is supposed to be one of the greatest callers of talk radio history and can't even find time to, like, call in to his favorite show, the show that he listens to every day. I mean, come on, Steve. Be better. I mean, I hate to call you out. I mean... I, I I don't want to cut you off at the knees because I know that you're already short enough as it is. But I mean, come on, Steve, let's get let's get with it. Is he gonna kill oh, me, Steve? Oh yeah. You know we can say all you want, but I I'm fairly certain that Steve uh, could kill us with his bare hands. Oh, that's right. Yeah, stolen valor, oh, Steve. Right. It. Cause he he's big he's a big big war hero right I'm 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 uh, oh how I got a because I was looking for I was looking for a cut here. Robinson let's it. let's just say that let's just say that Robinson and I looked up uh, Steve from Providence's uh, 
DD214 is discharge papers. And let's just say that, let's just say that that there that there needs to be uh, that the army needs a uh, uh, radio engineers too, right? That they there's. In the words of uh, in the words of uh, Blind Mike Geary, uh, war hero he he is not. <laughs> you know you're gonna you're gonna get him all riled up, and he's gonna contact me, and I'm gonna have to make it right, and I'll come. Oh him down. God! Oh, do we have any bad radio that we can play? I think I think we didn't. Wasn't there some podcast like some really like a barstool podcast like that's like uh, supposed to be pretty bad? Sure. We can do that. Let's see what we got here. Let's listen. What's up, guys? This podcast is brought to you by Geek. By the way, this is already horrible. Already horrible. What's up, guys? This podcast is brought to you What's by Geek? Geek. This podcast is for Geek. Is this some... Um, uh, is this that guy that, that did the... That, did the uh, that called Blind Mike a life loser? What no, was his name? I can't fucking remember. Evie Singletary. What was he at? Evie, Evie Singletary? Yeah, that's right. So this isn't Evie Singletary? Blind Mike is the life loser. We all know this. Just because he's blind. That's not nice. That's, 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 that's not nice uh, to be saying that about Singletary. This is a podcast called Call Her Daddy Busted. Going on. Because they bullshit. We all know. So I'm a graduate degree consultant. Uh, one hour and 17 minutes. Can you, can you go like, can you just go through like, just go to pick a random 15 uh, minutes in like, and just play 19, it. Let's see what 44. we got. Yeah. And uh, that's what like three of them did to me the past two months after I got, uh, broken ooh, up what with. did they do? Well, it was mutual. Incel. <laughs> <laughs> can you play the Mike Fury drop? I this and I don't know if I watched too many movies or I just completely forgot about stop, all stop. this shit. Stop, stop. We need to set the table here. So this podcast, as far as I understand, is supposed to be exposing the hypocrisy of Call Her Daddy? Have, have, is that right? We kind of understand that they're in on the joke. What's the hypocrisy? I don't think that they are. I think they, I think that they genuinely like. So I listened to a little bit of this. I think that they genuinely think that Call Her Daddy is like an evil show, and that it's like ruining, it's ruining the minds of young women. I think that's what they actually think. I don't think that they think that it's like it's kind of funny, and these girls are kind of playing it up a little bit, and they're not actually like that in real life. I don't think that they realize that. I think that these guys are actually think that that's how the show is. And I think that that's why they're putting out this podcast. I think like we can we can, can keep playing and see what see what they say. Then <laughs> I, I went into the single life, and I don't know if I watched too many movies or I just completely forgot about all the shit that like was bad that happened being single. You get ripped apart if you're not on your A plus plus game. If you're not one to Ooh. boot, either good looking, tall, or is that a bird in the background? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm more interested in this. What is? Let's let's hear his his theories on the single life. Let's let's listen. If you don't have those things, that's what I meant by the. <laughs> what are they laughing at? If you're not that, then the nice I'm sorry. Like, what, did I miss something? What was funny? Who is the best guy? Like, you don't yeah, laugh at anything I say, and I think I'm pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just kind of a fucking. 
genetic. What is going on in the background too? Now we have like parakeets. Because uh, what do you call it? When studies are done on animals, they find that like it really is only something like the top ten percent of males actually get with ninety percent of the women, and they. Can you? Can we fast forward? Does this get better? I don't. I don't even know why we did. Gotta listen to this. Was brought down to survival. Because I listened to a little bit of it like six months ago, and I thought it was awful. I thought it would fit the theme. They wouldn't have. Parades about it. I don't even think they put people in the psych ward. I think a lot of places they were much cooler than that. Probably were much cooler. Do they ever talk about call her daddy? That's why I was saying that before. I'm the least homophobic. Cuck, cuck, eighteen thousand. So, hi, listen. Let's 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 listen to the beginning. I love I because so, for me as, as somebody listen. that you know we've we've done a couple. I find the beginning of the podcast to be so humorous because especially knowing like how we started this podcast. You don't know what the fuck. Like I like the beginning of a podcast. You're trying to like any podcast where you start to preface it like, "Hi, listeners. On this episode, we're going and and they, they're clearly recording it before they've actually taped it. It's always such a bad idea. It comes across as so cheesy in my mind. So I, I just I find this stuff super funny. When Alex and Ben stuff. here bringing you back another good episode. But where are we today, Ben? Man, we're in the airport, in the <laughs> Amazon forest. Who would have thought? We just have to save this damn thing because I'm sick and tired <laughs> of people talking on the news and their platforms how they're going to do something and they're going to change the world, save people. But what isn't being saved? I think these guys should be on a watch God list. They're going to do something? We're going to go there and we're going to make sure that we can do our part. I'm gonna Shut, do the, fuck up. Shut wait, the, the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Thank you. No, we aren't going to Mexico on spring break. Although like, that would be fun. But you like are another fucking jackass. No good mother. And the Amazon. Oh god. Brutal. All right, never mind. This is just. It, it, I think. I think here's where we missed <laughs> it. When we started doing this. I think we. I think we didn't realize that Steve's actually has to listen to the bad radio and then pick out the parts that are funny yeah, i think we just easy. thought let's find bad radio i got another episode and play let's, it let's try this one and thought that it would work now is he still good? all right I mean, he it. always had questionable hands the first time through here he caught everything twice He's an oh, they who became a better receiver when he left here i think oh yeah he had a career year where he caught like it's, 80 it's balls funny they and, actually and sound worse and i guess yeah. th- I, to me that's okay you play with breeze and you play that offense and come back and play in whatever this patriot offense is and i just don't i, I don't know how he looked because i didn't watch him as much Fine, as you did but not a game changer He's better, no. than, Izzo, he's better than matt lacoste so at its yes. core if they do nothing with it you said sign a guard or- what what are they talking about are they talking about Ryan Izzo? Can you imagine a reality where you have to sit? I mean, like we've we've talked about fucking who knows who the fuck knows this entire hour and ten minutes that we've been doing this. But can you imagine having to spend any amount of your time talking about Ryan Izzo? I like who would ever devote a second of their of their of their brain to that? Like that's almost it's almost psychotic to think like. Like, hey, hey, DEC, can you believe that the Pats released, uh, was it Ben Watson today? Can you believe it? The, 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 I think it's going to be an impact on the locker room. I do. I think that Ben Watson, strong conservative uh, voice. He, he was he was a leader for the other the other younger younger men in that locker room. I think that that a strong conservative like that. I think somebody. I think it's. I think that 
personally, I think there's trouble in paradise. I think that they, that there's turmoil in this Patriots yeah. locker room. Don't you? Yeah. Uh, obviously. <laughs> All right. I think I, I think ran we're out, running of steam, out of steam. Obviously. Was that Danielle? Oh, okay. Wow. All right. All right. Well, let's get. Um, what do you want to do here? Let's get. No, I think out. that was everything Anything, that any I final had thoughts? planned. And uh, that's the case. I might have. Yeah, there's a possibility. There is a. No, Isn't there a voicemail? No, we went through that last time. I thought you. Th- I thought you said that um, somebody sent left a voicemail. A new character left a voicemail. If I have it, it'll be next time. We might. We might have. Damn it! All right. I might have somebody who wants to come on tomorrow. Let's just say. Who? Their name is Dave Cullinane. <gasps> really? I would love for Dave Cullinane to come on. I always think that we do good shows with Cullinane. I'll on him and pick on him, but I like Dave. No, I, I love Dave. So That'd we might be, be able to do I'm, that I'm tomorrow. fucking down. Let's have touch Dave on. Him. Maybe he can give us some inside scoop and he can okay. give us some pitches. And we can pile on and why Kirk has bad business sense. Let's fucking go. Let's go calling in. All right, right, that's all I got. All right, let's do it. Bye. All right, see you, Dinks.